Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Get you going that little if you bit. Say to anger it. is a great ah, motivator. Yeah. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Off the Ball Daily. So Vera, an interesting night. I think that was probably one of the most interesting and hectic games that I've seen here. And that's just from a supporter's point of view, so I can't imagine how you were feeling. How are you reflecting on the night? Um, um, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, no, for me it was not um, that I was blown away about the excitement of the game. Um, what really got to my heart was the way that the players, with all the changes that we made, um, played in the structure, we had the same playing style, we kept the same playing style, everybody wanted to have control over the, over the game, even though we were not capable always uh, to do that. Um, and I think that that is the best part of it, that every single player was playing their task and was not stepping out of them themselves and to individually trying to make something happen but in the same time at, at halftime the first the first sentence that I said like guys if you um, if you have fear of failure you will not succeed you must have the guts to fail to succeed um, and that was for example to to Claire who was always turning backwards said you have to open you have to trust yourself you are capable to open the ball go with it and if if it's closed down then you just go back then you go back but first have the guts to open and to play the game instead of that you're just on the pitch to um, to receive the ball and pass it back and um, yeah I, I think the way that she responds is um, is fantastic we knew already how she could battle her headers, that's part of the, the, the reason that we uh, brought her in because of, the, of those two things and the way that she stepped up now in the coaching, that she felt the trust to just do it and the way that she did it, um, those moments are really touching. And do you think that was the issue in the first half that there was a bit of a, a fear of failing from the team because I think there was a very obvious difference between the first and the second half and the changes that came in and even the players who stayed on, you know, Abby Larkin and Claire both stayed on and you could really see the two of them lift their game in that second half. Yeah, to Abby, I, I said literally, don't um, uh, don't listen to all those people with all good good reasons and, and they want it good for you, but everybody's talking to you, trying to do what others say. Her quality is to play the game with a feeling to solve situations and to do it in a way that nobody else can. And she's very young, so she wants to listen to everybody, but I said, just forget everything and you are going to play your own game now the second half. And I give you the complete freedom to play and to solve the situation how you feel that you need to do it. And uh, the response is, is, is so nice to see then, yeah. And just before Amber scored her goal, not the penalty, the second one, you were shouting some instructions at her from the sideline. Do you remember what you were saying to her? Uh, yeah, that she had to go length. Yeah, that she had to take off, take off, take off, because that's her strength. Yeah. Is that why she got the big thumbs up afterwards when she was running away, wheeling, scoring her goal? Yeah, and, and we had we had a few conversations uh, about and that. Uh, um, yeah, with all the players, uh, but with her today, we had, yeah, this is your chance. This is your chance. Don't, don't hide yourself or put in a corner and, 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 uh, yeah, and have the fear of, of not doing well. Uh, don't start to look at yourself. Don't start to get out of yourself and look at, at which ball you touch well or not well. Or, but play your task, play the game, and 
uh, and in that we went through all the tasks. Um, so that is why when uh, we had contact and that was really nice. And if there was one thing you took away from tonight's game beyond, say, looking at individual players and uh, something maybe you want the team to implement a little bit more when you get them back to training on Monday, what sort of things will you be looking at? Um, if, if you Then you go to the technical part and the first half our sitters were too high um, and that was the reason why we couldn't switch easily. And we are a team that have to be able to switch play because we do not have the, the strength, the force uh, to play like Zambia for example, they play all length game. And um, we need to play a different game and in the first half we let them force us playing the same kind of game uh, because our sitters, with all good intentions, eh, they were trying to press and press and press, but when we were attacking, we needed some space backwards. So the sitters in the second half have listened well, and you could see that because of that, we could uh, switch play again. And you've talked a lot about how important it is for the players to have a couple of rest days. They now have those rest days. Is it rest days for you as well, or are you going to be hard at work analysing everything with your team? Well, we don't leave the stadium tonight before we've discussed everything. Then in the weekend we need to see video again, we need to see the whole game again. Um, and then what, what we have put us as target is that decisions that we are going to make, that they have to be honest, clear, um, and that we will explain everything to the players. Great stuff, thanks Vera. Amber Barrett, hero of the night once again. How are you feeling? Yeah, brilliant to be honest with you, Kathleen. Um, been a very difficult few months for me, but you know, I think any time you, you come to Tala with the Irish crowd behind you, playing a really, really top African team, I have to say Zambia were really, really excellent. Um, but also getting the result, knowing that we have so many girls at different levels of you know pre-season, is a really, you know, it's a really big compliment to us, and you know, it was great to be part of it. Yeah, it was interesting because obviously both of the starting 11s, either side of the first half and the second half, you could see that they're pr pretty much different teams apart from one or two players and players who wouldn't traditionally maybe all play together because, you know, we kind of have a fairly settled starting 11 with one or two players that come in and out. What was that experience like coming into it? Because it's not maybe the systems and the setup that you're normally used to. Yeah, of course, but it, it gives everybody that wee bit of an extra challenge. And yeah, as you said, not everybody was used to playing with each other. You know, like Aaron made her debut tonight. Like I've never played with Aaron, and but then you have like between Aaron, myself, and Grant, you have three Donegal girls in the same team. Like it, it doesn't take long to develop a connection in that regard. But in general, like those are little tasks. You know, that Vera has said to us. You know, she said that she was going to give people the opportunity to play. And I think then you just have to build those relationships really quick because you can't say, oh, well, you know, I wasn't used to playing with her. You know, that's why the game wasn't so good. You just have to get on with it. And I think, you know, the way this team is, we have a really, really, you know, tight-knit group. So as much as we're not used to playing with each other, you do develop relationships and training and everything. So I think definitely, you know, in the second half more so, I think they came through. I was talking to Kira earlier and she was talking about the Donegal connection between the two of you for that goal. I mean... I don't know how she saw you coming in for the header down, but it was pretty perfect. And then the goal was absolutely sublime. Is that something you were practicing and training, or did it just come to you in the moment? No, it's definitely not something that I was practicing. But like um, Granty saying that she meant this, definitely that's a lie. She probably didn't even know where it came off. Um, but no, she said it to me. She goes, "I seen you out the corner of my eye," and that's just that's what I mean. Like I talk about, like we've not played that much together, but like you just develop those connections with players. And you know, yeah, it was great. To be honest with you, without the header down, I'd never been able to get the finish because she cushioned it that well that I was able to just take. A first time finish and yeah of course when that type of goal goes in it's great so look it put a wee bit of cushion between us and Zambia and it's probably what we needed at that time to get our breath and get settled again and of course they came back at us again but yeah of course anytime you score for your country is an unbelievable thing. 
And you did it twice as well because you got the penalty as well. And I think you're right in what you're saying there in the sense that it was great to get the penalty because it was like a settler, but I think proving that we could get that score from play as well was really important. Are you practicing penalties? Are you going to be the one stepping up during the World Cup, presuming that tonight booked your ticket on the playing? So I'm pretty sure that's what everyone is saying at the moment. Well, no, because the last penalty I took, I missed uh, in the league for Turbina. So I think that when the penalty went in, I, and straight away in my head, I was like, I really want to take it. And I think because Katie wasn't playing, it would probably have been Megan Connolly next. And me and Megan just had a wee look to each other and, you know, Megan gave me the nod. And I, I, you know, I've already said it, but I have to really say thanks to Megan for that because, like, just for me to get that, that goal again, get a little bit of confidence into my play again was something I really, really needed. And, yeah, of course, any time you score, of course, the pressure comes that you have to when you take the penalty. But as soon as I put the ball down, I really back myself. But, as you said, you know, going then and scoring from a set piece is always a good thing. And, and it wasn't Louise Quinn. You know, it was my best friend, Clara Reardon. So that was, that was another special moment for me as well. Yeah, it was great for Claire to get her first international goal on the night. I mean, she nearly had a couple of those headers. She was, like, in the box a couple of times. You've talked to us already about, like, the year you've had and how it's been difficult, and you were talking there about getting your confidence back, and you probably were, because you hadn't played as much, probably one of the players that a lot of people were like, what's the situation, how's she going to play? And I think you came out tonight and played absolutely sensationally well. In your head, how, how are you approaching all that? Because knowing that there's a question mark but then also being able to come out and say, well, hey guys, look what I can do. To be honest with you, I just think I always back myself in, in these types of situations. Um, it's not easy. Um, I definitely think that I've felt a pressure here the last two weeks that I've honestly never, ever felt in my life, the way it's been lingering on. Um, I think that I'm not the only one in that regard. I think there's so many other players, they feel the pressure of what's going on. And 23 players get to represent Ireland in the World Cup. 23 players get to go... And you look at a squad we currently have, I think, I think is it 30, 29, 30? And we have a couple of players still to come in. Like Everybody wants to be in that 23, so the pressure is so real. But at the end of the day, you just have to do your, you just have to do your job. Take it easy, you know, do the simple things, as they say, as best you can. And at the end of the day, you just hope that you get to know. But look, I think you know, a lot of players put themselves in a very good shop window tonight. So Vera's going to have a busy few days ahead of her, and I wouldn't like to be her. I think everyone in the country wouldn't like to be Vera this week. And have to explain that celebration a little bit because you're a good one for a different celebration nearly every time you score a goal you try to pull something different out of the bag what was behind tonight's one well the, se- the second one the roly-polies only to wind my mother up because I'd done it before in a school game and she said that after I'd done it by the time I'd got up the other team had scored five goals so um, that's actually the reason I do that one but the other one's a new one it was I think it was a player from Mönchengladbach a French guy called Turum had it and it basically means that like your your strength comes from your mind, and I think that's something I definitely have really needed to test the last last six to eight months. Like it's been really difficult, but like yeah, look, I don't know what celebration I'm going to do next. To be honest with you, I changed my mind like the wind. Well, hopefully you're doing lots of them over in Australia, and we're all enjoying them. Amber, thank you so much. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Connolly with this free kick as well, uh, and an opportunity maybe for Ireland to get themselves in front here. Connolly whips it in dangerously and it's a brilliant ball and it's a fabulous header. And what a moment. Clara Reardon has the goal. Clara Reardon. Beautiful Smashing header. Brilliant delivery from Megan Connolly and you felt like all the Zambian players had their eyes on Louise Quinn floated over her head and Clara Reardon heads it into the back of the net and the Republic of Ireland have come from behind to lead Zambia by two goals to one here in Tallis Stadium. They run off in celebration and 
Plenty to cheer about now for this big Irish crowd. Clara Reardon with her first ever international goal. A woman she won't forget. And a good moment for this Irish crew and this Irish support as well. Quite the night for you. How are you feeling after that? I am absolutely delighted. Um, it was really important to come here and get a result. Um, thankfully we were successful in doing that. And you're probably one of the players coming into the squad that was looking to cement that place on the plane, having not started as much as some of the others. What was running through your head when that team sheet came through? You knew you were starting and this was the, the big opportunity. Yeah, that's it exactly. It's the big opportunity. And, you know, Vera uh, told us before, she gave us the confidence to, to grasp it and to embrace it. And thankfully, you know, I, I tried to do my best with that today and, yeah, try and implement my game and just focus on my tasks, uh, which is the most important thing. And, yeah. You focused on your tasks in terms of defence, but you also focused on your tasks in an attack as well. What was going through your head? Well, it was a set piece. Uh, Megan Connolly's deliveries are second to none, so they're absolutely brilliant. For me, I just um, I got my stance right, I got my distances right, and I had the, the run-up similar to, to Megan, so I made sure that I was going to be onside. Came to my head and directed towards goal, and thankfully went into the back of the net. Set pieces are something that are obviously very important for Ireland in terms of scoring. It's generally been the way that we get quite a lot of our goals. Is the setups that you we had tonight with Megan, I think, took all of the set pieces. Is that something that you're practicing a lot in training? Yeah, so obviously, you know, set pieces are in every game, so we have our, our tactics and our plans for that. And we came out tonight and we implemented them. And thankfully, we were successful in a few set pieces, I think. So, yeah, so obviously, it's a strength of ours, and we look to continue to capitalize on that and to have it in our back pocket. Um, so, yeah, we, it, we were successful in doing that, and thankfully, we were able to come away with the win. And both of the teams that we saw say they're probably quite distinctive between the first half and the second half with the fact there were those five changes. How, what was it like going into that setup? Because obviously it's not the normal 11 that plays together, so it's probably getting a little bit used to playing with different people around different positions in the pitch. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's different personnel in different positions and it's all about trying to create those connections and relationships on the pitch and finding the rhythm and the balance. So it took time and there's no denying that. But, you know, the most important thing is that we were able to come into that groove. And I think after the second half, we were much settled and we pushed on for it. And you were one of the players that stayed on into the second half and wasn't taken off with... What was the conversation like at halftime? Was that a boost of confidence for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, at halftime, you know, I got some information that helped me for the second half and gave me more confidence to, to go and implement uh, my game plan more. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough game. It's 90 minutes against a very good side, Zambia. You know, they're also going to the World Cup as well, so we knew that we were going to be under a lot of pressure. Um, so like, they're a good side and we could see that, especially with the strengths that they have. And thankfully, you know, it's really important minutes for a lot of players to continue the preparations for the next training sessions and, and the next games. Great stuff. Thank you and enjoy the weekend off. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, Leanne, some important minutes on the pitch for you today. We were talking to you last Friday and you were saying how delighted you were just to be back with the squad and back playing again. What was that like getting out on the pitch for the first time in a long time for the Ireland team? It's been a long time, yeah. It's been lovely to get back on the pitch wearing that jersey in front of my family and friends. Yeah, it has been brilliant. 
And when you saw the starting lineup and you knew you were getting your first start, what, what, how were you feeling? Your, sorry, your first start in a while, I should say. How were you feeling? What was running through your head in that moment? I just get on the ball, try my best, do what I can do best, and see where it gets me. So, unfortunately, we were one nil down in the first half, but when the girls came on and we got the win, which is a big positive. And what were the conversations like at halftime? Because obviously you were one of the ones that had been on the pitch at the start. What sort of, I suppose, advice were you given to the girls that were coming on then? Just get a bit more aggressive in your press and um, don't be afraid to fail. That was really it. And a couple of days off now. I know you said before you're a big family person. Are you heading home for the weekend? Or are you doing something nice? I'm actually heading home tonight. Yeah, straight home. <laughs> I can't wait to go home yet for the weekend and just get a wee break. And how have you found the camp up to this point? Like it's been a week since the last time we talked to you, and I think you told me you were like a spring lamb coming onto the pitch for those first few days. How has it been over the last week? No, it's been great, and um, we have a great group of girls here. It's been fun. We've just moved to the Hilton there, so it's um, it's been nice and relaxing. And yeah, no complaints. And what's the mental side going into this weekend? Obviously, it's a few days out from the actual squad decision. Had the game tonight. Is that something that's running through your head constantly or are you trying to kind of park it and just be like, I'm going to give myself some time? Of course, it's running through your head like it's the biggest opportunity maybe a girl could have dreamed of. Just got to kind of leave it there and there's not more else you can do. So just listen and wait. Great stuff. Thanks, Leanne. Kira, that was quite the second half and you were able to be on the pitch. Congratulations, you got the assist for the goal. How are you feeling? Yeah, look, I'm feeling great. Um, I think we were disappointed in the first half with how we played. You know, it has been a heavy two weeks. Everybody's back, everybody's uh, you know, during, uh, in off-season. Um, but at half-time, coaches just made a few points that we wanted to work on. So the subs that were made at half-time knew what we needed to do when we came on. And I think we just executed that, obviously, from, from straight away. The penalty was a great way to start the ball, uh, start the second half. Amber, you know, as cool as can be, as she always is. Um, and yeah, look, for me personally, it was just great to get on and try and, you know, justify why I have been on the team for the last two years and what I can add to the team. And, you know, uh, uh, Donegal to Donegal connection there for the, the second goal. But... No, it was great and look, you know, I just wanted to go out there and enjoy it um, and do all I can to try and make, make that play into Australia. Was that something that you guys knew going into the match that there was going to be that kind of sway the changes at half time and that there was an opportunity for five new players or however many it was said to you guys to come on and kind of have your opportunity? Yeah, look, Vera's been very clear since we've come in about the opportunities that we all have and the decision we made at the last moment. So coming to this game, we knew everybody was going to get an opportunity. Um, we didn't really know how it was going to happen, but um, I think it was great for everyone to get their chance and to show what they can do. Um, and, you know, given that with that many subs as well, it just shows that how Vera has implemented her plan to all of us. And we've been listening the whole time and taking it all in. And we, anybody now can go on and, and do what she wants us to do. And you've talked a bit about how you know, you're know you a stalwart of the squad for the last couple of years and that that's something that you wanted to really prove coming into this camp. I mean, you couldn't have done it better by today's performance. Going into the weekend and having that little bit of a break, what what's going through your head or what's the plan? Look, um, the midfield on the team is super competitive. There's some excellent players there. Our squad is very strong. It's going to be cutthroat for, for everyone, I think, in, in numerous positions. But I think now... Given that performance and given everything I've done over the last year with Hearts and how I've played, um, I know no matter what decision is made that I've done everything that I can possibly in my power to to put myself in the best position to get picked. So yeah, I'm going to try and switch off for the weekend, come in fresh on Monday and then we have one or two sessions before the squad will be announced. 
And take us through, so for the goal, what was going through your head? Could you just see Amber out of the corner of your eye and that, as you said earlier, that Donegal to Donegal connection yeah. made sure that the ball landed at her feet? Uh, yeah, literally I just seen her at the last second and just turned my body and tried to, to nudge it down to her and luckily she took it again, good first touch and just finished it nicely. Um, yeah, the the sideline had been screaming at me to step up a little bit but I played that position a lot on attacking corners and it just I always kind of wait for the last second to see what the keeper does because some keepers have a huge punch. Hers luckily wasn't that, that long and I got there in front of my marker and yeah just seen Amber at the last second. How much does that influence you when you're playing you know you're knowing instinctively what positions you can get yourself into compared to say what you might be hearing from the bench? Yeah, I think just, I don't know, like my game knowledge is, is quite good. So like, and being on the bench for this long and like played the game for this long is knowing all the positions on the pitch and knowing what they do. And that's what we've been working on for the last two years, since I've been in the last two years, but also four years with Vera, of almost automatically knowing where the players should be as well. So that's what we've been working on, just of our style of play, that it's almost clockwork so that when we get the ball, we know where our options are going to be every time. Great. Thank you so much, Kira. Thanks, Thank you. Off the ball, daily.